Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I hate to break it. You're not the same as anyone here. But we can take it, we're short or brown or round or we're queer I've got a feeling we are onto something here Live from King's Place in London, the Spontaneity Shop presents Global Pillage The comedy panel show starring you, the hive mind of the audience I'm Deborah Francis White, and this is Global Pillage, the comedy panel show in which we pillage the globe for hysterical facts about Homo sapiens and all their weird kinks, interesting idioms, and quirky, adorable ways that we fuck up the environment and economy for future generations. <laughs> to do this, we've invited those who can loll about the tragedy the most comedians. <laughs> Please welcome, on my right, playing for flat pack wombats, Olaf Falafel and Sarah Bonetto. Hello. <laughs> And on my left, playing for Jam Stani, Bill Alzafar and Tanya Moore. <laughs> so, uh, Sarah Bonetto, why are you called the Flat Pack One Bats? Because it is a mix of our Scandinavian and Australian roots. And also, I like that if you've truly driven around the outback in Australia, you know that Flat Pack Wombats is sort of like, it sounds a bit like the roadkill you often see on the highways. And you need an Allen key to really tighten the back up. (laughs) Wow, that's a sad answer. And if there's a piece missing, you never quite get it right. (laughs) That's a sad answer coming from the vegetarian. Um, Which leads me on to, how are you diverse? I am vegetarian. (laughs) That's smooth. We should work together, Deborah. Oh, we are. Um... (laughs) I am Sarah Bonetto. I am a comedian, a lady. I am a vegetarian. I am a foreigner from faraway lands where you sent us. And then <laughs> we came back. Olaf Falafel, how are you diverse? I'm Olaf Falafel. I'm diverse because I'm half Swedish, half Danish, half Norwegian. <laughs> and my favourite dishwasher tablets are Finnish. Hey! <laughs> Jam Starney, uh, <laughs> could you please tell me why you called yourself Jam Starney? Can you guess? Is it uh, quite obvious? Hive mind, this is your first question. For me. <laughs> Can you guess? Yes. 
Yes. <laughs> uh, Good. Yes. Yeah. The answer is yes, and you are correct. Five points. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, Jamaican and Pakistani yeah. heritage. It does sound delicious, Jamstani. Sounds nice. Mm -hmm. So that helps. Um, <laughs> Bill, yeah. how are you diverse? Uh, very nice brown skin. I don't like to talk about it, but uh, yeah, Pakistani parents. I've always lived in East London, though. Very tanned, actually. I'm not usually this colour. Have you been abroad? No, I went to a cricket match like three months ago, England, Pakistan at Lords, I think. I was supporting Pakistan, sorry. And uh, three months later. Yeah, seriously. You've got a time. If I showed you, De Deborah, it's a trap, really. Just. <laughs> <laughs> Such for nice. Tanya Moore, how are you diverse? I'm, I'm diverse. I'm a bit like Olaf. I'm half Jamaican and um, half Jamaican, so that, <laughs> that makes me diverse. I was born here, though. That's pretty much it. I'm a lady. I have dreadlocks, and I enjoy Susan Sarandon. So then, that's that. I'm Deborah Francis White, and I am diverse because I am a lady person, and I am also Australian. But I found my birth family not long ago, and my biological father is from Ireland, and my biological mother is from Cornwall. Mm. Um, so somehow, like a magnet from Australia, I found my way back to my true cultural heritage. <laughs> Making sure that none of these facts are too much fun. <laughs> Killing jokes like a one-man Twitter. <laughs> Please welcome in Pedant's Corner, the lovable Edmund Sedgwick. Hi. Hi, guys. And on keyboards and all things musical, the insanely talented Mark Hodge. <laughs> and Ned Sedgwick, what makes you diverse? I am studying Ukrainian on Duolingo. So <laughs> that makes me one of 223,000 people, according to Duolingo. But... Uh, <laughs> it's a very small group. I want to... <laughs> Do you date exclusively from that pool? No, my grandmother did say that I should go there because that's the only place where someone would be interested in me. It was quite a horrible, <laughs> quite a horrible dinner. She also said, find an orphan so you don't have to deal with in-laws, but what do you have to offer them? I said, I've got a podcast. And she said, well, that's more Deborah's than yours. And then I was really out and felt quite sad for the rest of Christmas. This, this actually did happen at Christmas. I was at that dinner. <laughs> that really did happen. I'm not, Good advice. I, I'm not related to Ned. I used to be his nanny. Um, but I still have to have Christmas with him. Yeah. Mark Hodge, what makes you diverse? I'm from Brighton and I'm straight. <laughs> <laughs> So not true. <laughs> I swear to God, I'm from Brighton. <laughs> that part is true. On every episode of Global Pillage, our hive mind creates a special piece of music. It's the one you're going to invent right now with Mark Hodge. Right. We... <laughs> yeah, don't worry until you've heard it. We got lucky last time. So um, from this side, let's go. Let's, let's have some letters. B and F. Yeah, it's the old augmented fourth diabolica in music. It's both The Simpsons and West Side Story. All right, so uh, another one. Right. I told you you got lucky last time, didn't I? And was that a D here? See, the problem is I'm not going to remember. <laughs> we need another two letters. 
Mm-hmm. I like. What other schools, please, Ned? Nothing. Nice. Nice. <laughs> the first round is our themes round, and today's theme is good sense of humour. All the teams get a chance to answer, but you get more points if you buzz in first with the correct answer. The hive mind gets a chance to answer after both teams of comedians have answered. For this round, we have compiled jokes from around the world. I will give you the setup, but can you provide the punchline? Fingers on buzzers. Okay, so in Mexico, <laughs> if you were asked, what did the green grape say to the purple grape? What would the answer be? That's racist. <laughs> That's racist. What do you mean, the joke is racist, or is that the answer? <laughs> Either one. Okay, hive mind. After the teams have gone, I'll come to you. Hold that answer. What did the green grape say to the purple grape? Jam Stani. Are you also purple on the inside? <laughs> Are you also purple on the inside? That's a sort of philosophical joke. A little bit. Are you also purple on the inside? Flatpack Wombats. <laughs> Can you ask the question again, then I'll lead me in. What did the green grape say to the purple grape? Speedy Grape Salas is friends with everybody's sister. <laughs> <laughs> it's from the cartoons in my childhood. It I, can't be wrong. I understand what it's from. Um, <laughs> but I made it great sure. Salas. No, it's sure. It's so good. Sure. He sounds like a TV show who host. Sure. Welcome to the show. I'm Speedy Grape Salas. Speedy Grape Salas. What accent is okay. that? <laughs> Okay, uh, Speedy Grapes oh, yes, answers. changed nationalities. Anyway. Okay, Hive Mind. <laughs> what did the green grape say to the purple grape in Mexico? Yes, just shout it out. Someone's been tanning. Oh. So. Oh. <laughs> That's painful. Someone's been tanning. Oh. Why are you blushing? Oh, that's, that's a good, good one. You are looking fine. <laughs> <laughs> you are looking fine. <laughs> okay, if you think it's someone's been tannin, Buzz now. Why are you blushing, Buzz now? You are looking fine. Okay, you've gone for the tanning. In fact, the answer is what did the green grape say to the purple grape? Oh my God, breathe. <laughs> It's not uh, bad, Mexico. That's actually Speedy Grape Zales' catchphrase on his sitcom. Oh, get it. <laughs> oh, my God, breathe. Um, I am going to give points for creativity, and the hive mind got ten points for the tannin joke, because I really yeah. like that. Yeah. Great. What about points for um, impersonations of 80s cartoons? No, comedy accents don't really get points in this show. <laughs> um, in France, they say, there are two eggs in a fridge. One says to the other... Hey, you're quite hairy for an egg. The other replies... I'm a testicle. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a kiwi fruit. I'm a kiwi fruit. I'm a testicle. Okay. <laughs> Jam Stunny. Two eggs in a fridge. One says to the other, you're quite hairy for an egg. The other replies... <laughs> I'm a feminist. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, feminist. <laughs> I am a feminist, Sorry. but I really enjoyed that. <laughs> That's my favourite. Okay, hive mind. One egg says to the other egg, you're quite hairy for an egg. The other replies... You should see the chicken. <laughs> you should see the chicken. 
Yes? This is Beecher, she won't say it. Fuck it. Ah. Fuck it. Fuck it. Good. Making use of the French. So if you think it's... You should see the chicken buzz now. If you think it's fuck it. Buzz now. In fact, our flat pack wombats had it. I am a kiwi. Uh, I thought it was going to be testicle. <laughs> Did you get points for your thing being funnier than Kiwi? Um, yeah, I thought yours was like quite a good feminist oh, no joke, and then I realised that it, it wasn't actually feminist. It's kind of anti-feminist. So I was going to give you points because I was like, oh, it's what, are you saying there's something wrong with being hairy? No, 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 no. Back away. If you'd listen to what I'd said. Oh, free the armpit, oh, Ned. Oh, oh. By all means, mansplain feminist jokes to me, Ned. Mansplain away. Oh, God. This is why I'm on the show right now. This is why you got... That's why we have a white one. straight man in that particular seat. Oh, because normally it's... And over to Janet. Uh, so, it's uh, good to have him there because otherwise... Like, he sort of brings us back to time and stuff and takes control like a man would, like a leader. And also, otherwise, we get really distracted with talking about knitting patterns and recipes. <laughs> Ned, Ned. I, I thought th- it was a good thing. Yeah. But then other people's reactions made Made me you worry it was playing it was into like a feminist stereotype that being, all feminists Yeah, yeah, it was perhaps yeah. a kind of derogatory French thing that they were going for. So I... Whoa! <laughs> as in... Whoa! <laughs> Let's go with the first answer. Tanya, I'm I'm very much assuming Tanya is a feminist, so therefore it's an appropriation of a feminist stereotype that she's repackaging. But also, I mean, if you want me to take off this jacket, it could get very eggy (laughs) right here. I've just, I've just been. Ned, I'm going to let you decide on the points in your own time. I think Tom needs to step in. (laughs) No, no. You're stuck there for the full hour, Ned. In Lebanon, this is a joke. The priest says, my son, beer is a person's worst enemy. And the drunk replies, what? What does he say to the priest? I love you. <laughs> Jam Stani. Priest sees a man's drinking. He says, my son, beer is a person's worst enemy. And the man drinking the beer replies... Keep your friends close and your enemies closer. Oh. <laughs> That's our final answer. Yeah. Keep your like friends really close. close. Keep your friends close and your enemies closer. I think because Lebanon has a few different religions, he'd confuse the priest for maybe an imam and say, like, I'm not in the mosque now or something. <laughs> I'm not in the mosque now. Yeah, get off my back. Ned, do you, Ned, do you have anything I, to say about this? <laughs> yeah? Tanya? Can that not be our answer, please? <laughs> sure, you withdraw that, yeah. If you've got anything, it will do. I think anything will do, the words, is better than... <laughs> okay, anything will do. Hive mind! Uh, the... <laughs> The Bible says to love your enemies. That's a different expression. That's, that's from Die Hard. Different, uh, love. Bible says to love your enemies. Yes, anything Have else? You Have you seen Donald Trump? Ooh, <laughs> topical. Oh, yeah. Okay, uh, if you think it's Have You Seen Donald Trump, buzz now. And if you think it's The Bible Says to Love Your Enemies, buzz now. That is correct. The Bible says to love our enemies. 
And it's the end of the round. Jamstani and the Flatpak Wombats both have 10 points, and the Hive Mind have 20 points. Yay! Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. round is everyone's favourite round. Idioms! What is the meaning of this foreign phrase which we have literally translated into English? Fingers on buzzers. In Romania, they say, it doesn't matter how much you stroke a snake. (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't matter how much you stroke a snake. Huh? That means it doesn't matter how much you enjoy pleasuring yourself, just don't do it in public. (laughs) So don't wank in public is your answer. Okay, thank well, you, flat pack wombats. Y- you can do it in public if it's like a special beach. <laughs> Use the special beach, the famous Romanian special masturbation beach. Things are very yep. liberal in Scandinavia. Yep. Scandinavia? This is Romania. No, no, oh, where no, he's no, from. Oh, you're from Scandinavia. Yeah, oh, I we, see. I think the Romanians have the wanking cove as well. Roger, <laughs> <laughs> were you still here? <laughs> Yes, could you confirm that there is some kind of wanking, wanking cove? cove? You know, the wanking cove. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, Radu. <laughs> See you on the beach next year. <laughs> Jamstani. Flatpack Wombats, you got another one? Yeah, like there's no taming a snake. So if some, something or someone is evil to start out with, yeah. they are... Never gonna come round. Watch okay. them. Yep. If something's evil, it's never gonna change. Yeah. Leopard can't change his spots. Yes. Are we throwing That's to hive mind now? Means. Okay. Leopard can't change his spots. You can't. You can on certain beaches. On the turd polishing cove. You can't. You can't. And then right, Radu. You can't polish a turd. Okay. All right. So let's go for leopard can't change his spots. Buzz now. Can't polish a turd, Buzz. Now, 
Okay, you've gone for leopard can't change spots, and that is correct. People don't change. Yeah. But Sarah Bernardo did get it first. Uh, so Ned Sedgwick, you are going to have to divide up the points. Yeah, full points to the flat pack wombats, and half points for the hive mind. Okay. Raju, you were here, and that was a Romanian saying, but you didn't answer. Yeah, I've never heard of it. I'm sorry, I haven't It's not a Moldavian one, right? It's, it's a Valachian one, so... It's from Bucharest. You're oh. from Sibiu. Can I give my interpretation of it? <laughs> <laughs> what is it, Radu? Basically, blowjobs are on the table, handjobs are not. <laughs> <laughs> huh? It doesn't matter how much you uh, stroke the... a snake. Yeah. Yeah. Low jobs are on the table, but hand jobs are off. In... Basically, don't do hand jobs. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> you get the idea. In Wales, if you give someone a blue smile, no, Radu. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? Flat pack wombats. It's an icy smile. You don't mean it at all. You're like, thanks for the Welsh cakes, idiot. <laughs> I've been to Wales. I've had a Welsh cake. Yes? You've been kissing a smurf. <laughs> kissing a smurf. Okay. Uh, you, feel, you feel under the weather? Under the weather. Yeah. The blue smile. <coughs> okay. Hive mind. Putting on brave face. Brave face. Um, cold you, shoulder. Cold shoulder. Autoerotic asphyxiation. <laughs> Autoerotic asphyxiation. Right? <laughs> this is why they've got such a small population in Wales. <laughs> is and that what the green grape said to the purple grape? <laughs> hey! <laughs> okay, brave face, buzz now. Cold shoulder, buzz now. Autoerotic asphyxiation, buzz now. Sure, get behind, the, <laughs> get behind the funny answer, I admire it. It actually means you're laughing at someone, not with them. Ah. Oh. Yes, absolutely. Ah. Basically, what... Donald Trump's cabinet is going to have to be doing a lot when he makes a joke. I'm doing the McCuntleth Comedy Festival in Wales soon, and now I understand every other year I've done that festival when they're like, oh, I just love the show, so many blue smiles. And I was like, thanks, I guess that means they all loved it. No, they were laughing at you. It's a great name oh. for a Welsh comedy show, though, isn't it? Blue yeah, Smile. Yeah, it's true. They didn't. Sarah Bonetto's Blue Smile. Um, <laughs> if you were to refer to someone in Germany as a warm shower, <laughs> no, Radu. <laughs> no. Uh, for the listeners at home, Radu Isaac is not on stage, but he is in the studio. I'm also horny. Well, Jesus. come on, Radu. <laughs> That's just his constant. <laughs> Thank you. In Germany, if someone called you a warm shower, what would they be accusing you of? Jamsani. Taking the piss. Taking the piss. Ah. Flat pack wombats? You are a delight. You're an absolute delight. You're a radiant, warm shower. <laughs> bathing down over me <laughs> on a summer's day. Do you appear to be, like, horrible, but actually you're quite pleasant? You appear horrible, but you're really pleasant. Yeah. Takes me a while to warm up to you. Uh, takes me a while to warm ah. up to you. Hive mind. If someone called you a warm shower, what would they be saying? Blanket. You're a wet blanket. Mm. You're not trying hard enough. You're not hard enough. Stop. You're not hot. <laughs> <laughs> someone asks for your phone number and you go, sorry, oh, you're a no. warm shower. That's what they said in my audience in Wales as well. You're a warm shower. No, they, I get they, it. 
I don't know why they said that in Wales, because this is German. <laughs> okay, any more? Nice in the morning. You're Ooh. nice in the morning. <laughs> okay, if you think it's a wet blanket, Buzz Now, you're not trying hard enough, Buzz Now. You're just not hot, Buzz Now. <laughs> you're nice in the morning, Buzz Now. In fact, it means you're a bit of a coward. Uh, the coward. Why does it mean coward, though? Why can't because it means this? someone who's not willing to have a cold shower. Oh. It's like, oh, you're a warm shower. Like, you're, oh, you you're, have but to you're have just a called shower. a warm shower rather than oh. you would rather have a warm shower. You couldn't have a cold shower. Yeah, it's like that's... they're a bit of a warm shower. They're a bit of a dry oh. lunch. Oh, that's interesting. Um, um, although I'm really impressed by everyone's restraint by not making any jokes about the president-elect, uh, yes. Donald Trump. He's not the president-elect anymore. He got inaugurated mm. yesterday. Yeah. Where were you? This might go out at a different time, so. <laughs> in case this goes out in the past. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's the end of the round. What are the scores we've said? Jamstani and Flatpak Wombats both on 10 points, and the Hive Mind have 20 points. round is the team's round. A member of each team has come fully prepared like comedians always do with a question assuming they check their messages based on their cultural <laughs> or family background. Audience, if one of you has a question for one of the teams, that would be great. So, Flatpak Wombats, do you have a question for Jam Stani? I do. Well, it's a northern Swedish saying when someone says, he is a friend of the elk, what is he? So if someone says you're a friend of the elk and you're in Sweden... What are they saying about are you? Are we allowed to ask a question before answering? Uh, well, you can ask. I don't know if it will be answered. You can okay. ask. <laughs> What's an elk? <laughs> <laughs> that, that's a fair... What fair helps? <laughs> a little an elk? Yeah, it's actually. similar to a moose. You're, you're an Friend animal? of an elk. I don't know. Friend of the moose? <laughs> you like Friend desserts? Maybe like a traitor. A traitor? Oh. Yeah, something like that. You're Seedy. A, tra a traitor. What does it mean, Arnie? It means you're wise. Wise? Uh, are elks known to be wise? I believe so. <laughs> Is that a story I've never met one that's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Olek is not a friend of the elk. <laughs> Jamstani, do you I'm have a, a question for the hive mind? So in, my, so in Pakistan, the language is Urdu or Urdu. In that language, you might call someone an owl. What would you mean when you were saying that? Okay, hive mind. No, Bisha. <laughs> Bisha Kelly's in the... Well, she's part of the hive mind. So, in Urdu, yeah. they say you if, are... If you were to call someone an owl. An owl, owl. what does it mean? Yes, yeah. up the back. Uh, when do you want to have sex during the day? <laughs> what? What? An owl. <laughs> want to have Hello, sex Radu. during the day? Hello, Radu. Hello, <laughs> Radu. Can someone just have sex with Radu? <laughs> <laughs> Want to have sex during the day? That answer is from the Hive Mind featuring Radu. <laughs> yes. Are you a night person? A night person. Yeah, like, so we would say a night owl. Yeah. Uh, yes? Wise. Wise. You cannot buzz in because oh, it's not your... But I have a funny answer. Uh, <laughs> okay, what's your funny answer? Well, it kind of combines Radu's. If the best thing about sex with an owl <laughs> is no matter how you're doing it, they can maintain eye contact. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Worth the deviation, but I think. The worst thing about having sex with an owl is at the end when you're like, oh my god, we really connected. I just feel like I love you. And they're like, who? 
Yeah. Bisha, did you have an answer? Yeah, you're an idiot. It means you're an idiot. All right. So if you think it means wise, buzz now. If it's someone who likes night, buzz now. Or if you think it means an idiot, buzz now. Yeah, I, I would go with that one because Bisha seemed to know. That's not uh, fair. Well, that's the nature of the high mind. <laughs> It was idiot. It was. Could you say the answer? Yeah, it's idiot. You're an idiot. Yeah. Okay. Hive mind. Could you give a question to the flat pack wombats, please? Hello. Hi. So, in Spain, some people say, "Don't look at the teeth to the given away horse." Don't look at the teeth of a horse someone's given you. Yeah. Okay. Don't Does that mean don't look a gift horse in the mouth? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it literally is the same idiom. Yeah. Is it... Is well, it... it's just someone gives you a present and don't look at the wrong side of the present and say it. Oh, uh, yeah. Gift so it is don't look a gift horse in the mouth. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah I, didn't know, I didn't know the idiom. Oh, you didn't know we have the same idiom? No, no. Oh, okay. It sort of actually has made me understand the proverb, don't look a gift horse in the mouth. Me too, me I've too. I've never it's... understood it, and now yeah. I do, which is don't look at the teeth and go, oh, this because people do look at the teeth of a horse, don't they, to yeah. see the quality of it. You've made me understand a proverb I've been saying all my life, so I really thank you for that. <laughs> the end of the round. Jamsani are in third place with 10 points. Yay. Flatpack Wombats in second place with 25 points. And the Hive Mind just winning with 30 points. Oh, we could do this. We could beat the Hive Mind. The next round is our World War II sexting round. In World War II, Lovers often sent acronyms on telegrams or letters because they were being censored. For example, Norwich meant knickers off, ready when I come home. This is the round in which we keep calm and realise our grandparents were utter filth. <laughs> the teams will have 30 seconds, pen and paper, and Mark Hodge softly distracting them to solve this acronym. <laughs> Tokyo, Tokyo. Someone in the hive mind's got a good one by the sound of it. <laughs> and time! Flatpack Wombats, do you have anything? <laughs> yeah, I have a tub of KY ordered. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> that, that might be the most beautiful poetical one we've ever had. <laughs> that is really... I just want to sit that in that for a bit. Um, <laughs> not KY. <laughs> <laughs> Deborah, you can sit in my tub of KY anytime. You can score points for creativity in this round. Sarah Bonetto, do you have anything? Tell officer Ken yells orgasm. <laughs> I'm not quite sure I understand it, but it's, it does sound rude, which is the point. Jamstani? I've got take off knickers, you owl. <laughs> oh. Uh, and we know what Al means where you come from. Yeah. I've got turnover, K, you're old. <laughs> oh! Hive mind! Hive mind. 
you're ovulating. Oh, <laughs> take off knickers, you're ovulating. Very good. There was something over here that people got very excited about. What was it? This old knob, yours obviously. <laughs> this old knob, yours obviously. It's like, it's like a gift. In fact, the real answer is thinking of kissing you often. Ah, isn't that lovely? With um, we were all so sexual. <laughs> but while Ned nice. works out the creativity points, we're going to move on to the final round. <laughs> the final round is the smash the patriarchy round. For our final round, we have just one question about a minority group who successfully rose up and managed to overcome their hardships and throw off the yoke of oppression, also known as the stick it to the man round. This round may only contain one question, but it's worth double points. So if you are the losing team, this may be your opportunity to stick it to the man. And today only, we're also giving away an actual brick for you to throw at the patriarchy. <laughs> so, what did 300 Canadian protesters do when a surveillance camera was put on the Canadian-American border? Jamstani. I think they shaped themselves into letters. Oh, in the, in the like, letters of a message? Yeah, like F off or something. 300 ah. people, because there was a camera. They stood in an F-off formation? Yeah. Yes, Jamstani? Got naked. Got oh. naked. Oh, that's what I was going to say. Oh, uh, sorry. Stole it. One if I know Canadians, and I know them, there will be an elk involved. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the I'm, I'm just going to go protesters. one up on Tanya and say, naked, bareback on an elf. Oh, an my elk. God. Or an elf. <laughs> Fictitious creatures, uh, moose-like creatures. Okay, slap that uh, one back. That's your answer. Yeah, Hive that's mind. our answer. Hive mind. They mooned it. Mm. Oh, that sounds like a buzz from the hive mind. The audience have got behind that, that and it is correct. They mooned it in unison. And it's the end of the show. Oh, no. Jam Starney kept it steady with 10 points. Oh, man. But it's a taking part that counts and the winning. Uh, Flatpak Wombats <laughs> came in second with 35 points, and Hive Mind won with 50 points. Oh, yeah. Yay! So it's a blue smile to the losers and a pint of everyone's worst enemy for the winners. Please give it up for Ola Falafel, <laughs> Sarah Bonetto, Bilal Zafar, Tanya Moore, Ned Sedgwick in Pennant's Corner, Mark Hodgson Keyboard, Youth Hive Mind, I've been Deborah Francis White, good night! You have been listening to Global Pillage, hosted and created by Deborah Francis White. The questions were set by Ned Sedgwick, music was by Mark Hodge, the recording engineer was Chris Sharp, the producer for the Spontaneity Shop was Tom Selinski. Thanks to Zoe, Meta, Sally, and everyone at King's Place. For more information about this and other episodes, visit globalpillage.net. Trump only knackers your orifice. 
premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.